Well, welcome everyone to Love vs. Hate. My name is Anne, and I'm your old-fashioned nerd. And I'm Emily, your mainstream millennial. And on this podcast, Emily and I like to debate and argue about the things in life that we love and hate. And normally we don't agree, but we always try to find some common ground. But we won't this episode because Emily's not going to like it. She's not going to like my video game pick that I have chosen. She's not going to like it. It's just not going to happen. But you know what, Emily? What? What episode is this? It's our 100th episode, you guys. <gasps> what? There's been 100 episodes of Love vs. Hate. That's insane. We're in triple digits now. Yeah, that's crazy. That's a lot. So all we can say is thank you so much to every one of you that's ever listened to an episode or followed us on Instagram or Facebook or TikTok. We have a TikTok now, you guys. We're like what the classy. <laughs> I don't no, think TikTok no. is classy. <laughs> I take that back. I'm an old-fashioned hard book if you expect. I don't know these things. But yeah, we just really appreciate every one of you who has spent their free time or maybe time at work. I don't know where you're or listening to us. wherever, yeah. in the shower. We don't judge. We don't judge. We just thank you. Yes, thank you guys so much. And um, yeah, th- this is going to be kind of a normal episode. We're talking about video games, specifically a video game that I love that Emily is going to hate. Well, there you go. Um, I hate the game, so we don't even have to play it. <laughs> no, you still have to experience it, but can you guess why you're going to hate it? I mean, if anybody knows anything about me, it's that I hate space, <laughs> so I'm thinking it's it may take place in space. Ding, 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 ding. You are correct. Uh... Yes, that's why I knew you would hate it. It's one of the best space RPGs out there, though. Mass I know what RPG stands for. What does it stand for? Role play game. Wow, good job. I learned that from a past episode. And you remembered. I'm so proud of you. I know. Thank She's you. learning nerd things. Aren't you proud of her, all the nerds out there? I am. I am very proud. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, we are going to be talking about Mass Effect. So it is one of my easily, hands down, one of my favorite RPG games. It's so good. And one of the reasons I wanted to talk about it is because it's actually kind of relevant because in May of 2021, they released the Mass Effect Legendary Edition, which was very exciting for me because I'm old fashioned. Okay. So the Legendary Edition is like, basically they revamp some stuff. They like add all of the DLC content, which is the downloadable content, which I never get because I'm old fashioned. I just buy the game. I just play the game. And I just don't ever bother with like any of the extra content that they make. So basically what they'll do is they'll release a game in its entirety, but then they'll add downloadable content that's like bonus stuff. It's like a bonus mission. Do you have to pay for it? And you have to pay for it. Yeah, Mm. that's the idea. See, exactly. That's why I'm like, so I just, I've never done that. I always wait until, because they usually will release like a legendary edition or a master edition. Like they did that with The Witcher and like different games. And so I just wait for that and then I'll just buy that because I'm like, I don't want to be spending extra extra money so annoying also side note we're filming in Anne's brand new apartment so many new things triple digits new apartment for Anne so if you hear any kitten noises it's because Anne has a dog (laughs) (laughs) yeah and she's kind of vocal so she's really she just wants to be a guest on the podcast she does honestly she'd be a really good one cats versus dogs that's Honestly, I would I'll go bring cats. Steve, my parents' dog. There we go. Okay. And we'll just hear meowing and barking the whole time. <laughs> I, 
our listeners would love that. Why not? But anyway, Mass Effect, yes. It's like, so the Legendary Edition came out really recently, so that's why I bought it right away because I actually had been wanting to play Mass Effect again for a long time because I've only played through all of it once. I've played through the first game a few times, the second game a couple, but I've only played the third game once through, and it was a long time ago. It was back when it came out, which the third game came out in uh, 2012, actually. So these are a little bit older games. The first one came out in 2007, and then Mass Effect 2 came out in 2010, and then 2012. So it's a trilogy. Okay, so it probably took them a really long time to make this next one because they probably fell asleep looking at space and all the sand, right? (sighs) There's not actually a lot of sand. There's like no sand. Thank goodness. (laughs) That's like your big thing with space. Yeah, it's literally all I can think of when I think of Star Wars is just sand everywhere. Or a control room with horrible actors. No, wait, no, that's Star Trek. Why do you kill me inside? (laughs) Don't understand your your hatred of space. But anyway, (laughs) Mass Effect is a really beautiful game. So you basically, you get to choose, you're a human, um, your name is Shepard, and you get to choose if you're male or female. And then one of the things I like about the game is you get to choose if you want to like kind of play more Paragon or Renegade. So Paragon is like, you're the hero, you make everybody happy, you do all the good things. I'm definitely not going to be that one. You wouldn't be that one. And then Renegade is obviously the opposite where you're a bit more um, cold hearted, you make the tough calls, Mm -hmm. you would rather just shoot the guy than try and, you know, like all that kind of I have a really hard time playing Renegade. (laughs) Even in games, I'm like, no, I want to be nice. Oh, no, no, no. What's the fun in that? In a game? I know. And literally, I know. it's You always got to be the evil character. That's the most fun one. You know, um, I've heard stories that... Actually, it is more fun to play Paragon because just different things happen. Like, and the, well, that's the joy of the game is you can play both. So like, you can play it through once and then you can play it through again and you might have completely different outcomes. Um, although I will say the common thing that people get upset about is the ending of the game, which I get it because basically it's a trilogy, right? And so it's like you pour a lot of time into these games and there's three games and they were like extensive, like multiple hours. And then the ending kind of falls a little flat and it's like you go through all of this effort and then at the end it's like there's only like three outcomes and they're all basically the same and you're just like, wait, what? Like all my choices didn't actually really matter? Like anyway, there's a lot of controversy well, about that. Then. That but doesn't just, sound very fun and No well, I'm just gonna say, even though the ending wasn't as it's still a good ending. It's just like like the last battle is really, really good. It's basically just the like last cut th- cutscene that's a little bit disappointing. But the games are still really good. Like you really get good character development. You get awesome squad mates. Garrus is the best, who you probably won't meet because I'm going to have you start from the beginning. So the one part of the game that I think you might actually like is you do get to create the character and you get to like customize them and you get to like choose like their background and you get to choose like all these different features. So I think you'll enjoy that part. I think you'll like making the character, Mm -hmm. but then that's it. (laughs) Great. So it should be fun. So how long, you said it takes a few hours or something to finish the game? Is that true? I mean, like how long does it actually take? Like, could you do this in one day? The whole game? Oof. I mean, if you were really dead, I mean, the first game for sure. And like, if you did individual games, it would be tough, but you probably could like in one day sitting, but it would take you like probably all day. Mm. But I wouldn't really recommend that because <laughs> you want to like enjoy it and like take your time. Usually I try and do like two or maybe three missions at most. And then that's like a good two to three hours. So mm. 
And it varies. Some missions are quicker than others. But um, I really like it, too, because it's not all just, like, heavy combat. Like, certainly combat is a big part of it. But there are a lot of missions that are more like that sort of political, like, you have to make the right, you know, uh, dialogue choices. Mm. Or, like, there's just different interesting things that happen. Um, So I kind of, I like that you get that variety. I like when you get both story and also, like, the combat part of it. So... Yeah, it's really, really good. And it takes place in a really... One of the other things I love about it is the world building is so strong. And, like, there's other... So, basically, I'll kind of synopse the game. Um, It takes place in the Milky Way galaxy. So, it's all in, like, our galaxy. Emily's literally, like, about to fall asleep. But it's fine. (laughs) And... uh, But there's other, like, alien races. Like, there's the Turians and there's the Salarians. And, like, there's a whole bunch of the Asari. Like, there's a bunch of different alien races and basically there's this technology called mass effect like this technology was discovered that allows you to travel to different star systems and humans are actually kind of new to the scene they recently discovered like the mass effect relays that's how you travel and so they um it's kind of interesting because there's a lot of this like political division because the older races like the asari the turians and the salarians are they form the like main council and they hold like council space and like they have this kind of like history and humans are very new to it. They're like new to this like technology. And so they of being humans. They're like, oh, we're the dominant. Like we want to control everything. But they're all like, whoa, 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 whoa. Humans, you guys are crazy. Like slow down. <laughs> so it's kind of interesting. Like they just have a lot of fun, like political development. So there's a lot of like history and the world building is just really strong. And I also, one of my other favorite things is I really love the character design. Like Turians are some of my favorite looking aliens, like across all of sci-fi. Like they just have a really cool character design. I love how Turians look. You didn't like the Star Trek aliens? Well, I do. I do. What? I'm just saying Turians are cool looking. They just have a I'll super be the unique judge of that. character design. I know. Yeah, you will. Well, I mean, you did mention two of my least favorite things, which is history and space. space. So I can't wait to play this. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to like it. But it's very fun for any nerd out there. If you haven't played Mass Effect and you like RPGs, especially you have to play it. It's highly, highly recommend um, and it's just, it's such a classic, like you've got the big bad monster, the reapers who are trying to, you know, destroy everything and you got to battle them. And it's just, it's really, really good. Okay. So how technical, like how good do you have to be at like knowing what all the buttons do? You do have to be kind of good. So like, do I have a certain amount of lives before I have to like start over? No, How does that just, work? Anytime you die, you just go to the last save. Okay. So, and luckily there is an easy mode. And I mean, granted. You think it's really easy. I was just going to say that it's really easy. But then I was like, okay, well, it might still be hard for Emily. Keep but. in mind, I don't know how to use both of the. Yeah, it's going to be hard for you. The joysticks. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how to use both of those at the same time very well. So. Yeah, it's going to be hard for you, but. Anyway, like I said, the Legendary Edition came out recently. I'm super excited to show Emily, even though I know she's going to hate it. But for all the nerds out there, I highly recommend getting it. Because the other nice thing is, so in the Legendary Edition, there was a lot of problems with Mass Effect 1. Because it was their first game, and like, it was the first of the Mass Effect games. And like, it just, Bioware needed some time to like, get some of the kinks out. So by the time the second game came around, like all of the sort of like, little bugs and like, little gameplay kind of glitches, like, oh my gosh, the elevator, like, Mass Effect is notorious. And again, this was 2007. So you know, you give it a, you give it grace. But in like, the elevator rides, it's notorious because one of their big things was, oh, it's a continuous load, like you'll never get a loading screen screen like it's just a continuous like thing but 
the other side of that is like you would get into an elevator and you'd literally be in that elevator for like three minutes, like just waiting for the screen to like quote unquote load. And so like it was notorious to have these super long, awkward elevator rides that you just are standing there and you can't do anything. Mm. Um, But anyway, they fixed that in the Legendary Edition. So just go to the Legendary Edition. It's much better. Um, And yeah, just like other like little things they ended up fixing. But um, but the second game, the first game is good. Second game is really, really good. And then the third game is like probably the best of the three. So it like it progressively gets better. So where do people play this game? Yeah, you can play it on the computer and you can play it on like a PS4. You can't play it on a Switch. It's not Nintendo. It's Bioware. Um, But that's pretty much like the only thing you can't really play it on. Although I wouldn't really recommend playing it on a computer unless you have one that runs really well. Because it's a big game. Like it's a large game. So it would be like probably a little bit slower on like a PC. But um, but yeah. Anyway, so highly recommend. Emily, you ready to try it? Yep, let's get this over with. <laughs> okay. Okay, so we just wrapped up. Basically, we just kind of played the little prologue, like the little intro where you kind of, you get a good sense of the game, I think, because you get a little bit of story, you get a little bit of background, you get to meet some of the characters, but then you also get to have some of the like gameplay and you got to do a little bit of battle. So we just kind of played the intro of the first game. Emily, what did you think? First impressions? Yeah, there definitely wasn't sand. There was no sand. So that was a plus. Hey, we'll take it. I, I I must admit, it's very hard for me to like stay focused on like the dialogue when they're talking at the very beginning because I'm like, I don't know what you guys are saying right now. Yeah. But I'm just going to like press some buttons and hope <laughs> that it works. <laughs> Luckily, Anne was there because there was a point in time where I was like, I don't know what I'm doing, Anne. Take, take the remote. <laughs> And yeah, I I just get stressed when there's people shooting at me and I just can't figure out what button to press or how to change my weapon or if I'm my weapon is overheating because I'm using it too much because I'm aiming at the wrong thing and firing too many times. It's a lot. It is kind of a lot. Remember, yeah, it is. Once you get used to it, though, it you it really isn't that much. But you kind of it does take a little bit to get used to it for sure. Yeah, and even the map, and sometimes I just don't understand those maps in the corners of video games where it's like, here's you and the map, and here's where you need to go. Like, some of them are really easy to tell, but I felt like that one was harder to, like, tell where I needed to go. Yeah, and that's something they improve, I think, in the later games. It is a little, it's a little confusing. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, you're kind of trying to, like, because the map is very vague, and there's no, like, landmarks or anything. It's just, like, a void, and you're this little dot, and it has, like, a way to kind of help you, like which direction to go basically but then on the actual map like there's corridors and there's like doorways and there's halls and so it can be a little confusing i don't know to me it just seems like any game that you play like that is kind of just the same where you pick whatever dialogue you want and then you have your battle scenes and then you talk to more people like it's all the same to me (laughs) Because I don't really pay attention to what they're saying. I was going to say, yeah, you have to pay attention. Like, it is one of those things that if you get into it, there's a lot of, like I said, there's a lot of history. There's a lot of knowledge to learn. And it is a whole nother world. So there is terminology and stuff like the Citadel and the Council Inspectors. And like, there's a lot that you do have to learn. But once you learn it and like the Geth, like, um, it can, it's one of those things that if you sink your teeth into it, it can be very rewarding because there's a lot there that you can like digest about it. So it's really yeah. good world building. 
Yeah, like I just don't comprehend any of that stuff. Like yeah. if you asked me what I just did, I was like, I killed some people. There was this one guy that was on the spaceship that got killed. Mm-hmm. Nihilus, yep. And one of my guys got killed and then I got Jenkins. this one guy. No, this other girl, Amanda or something. Ashley. Ashley, some basic name. Ashley Williams. Yeah. That's all. That's how I would explain it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And yeah, so basically the idea is, so you have the alliance, which is the humans, and then you have the council races. So that's like the Turians and the Salarians and the Asari are the big ones. And they control council space. And like the humans and the alliance want to, and the alliance is like the military. They want to become part of the council so that they can have like more power in the, you know, um, galactic po- politics basically and like have more say and stuff and so as part of the council they have this um, basically special forces that's called the specters and they basically are the council's right hand people and they kind of have full jurisdiction to kind of do whatever they want and like the council kind of like you know they just need people who can get the job done and so the idea is that you play Shepard, who becomes the first human specter. And so basically you're this agent for the council that can go out in space and be on, you know, serve on their behalf, get lots of cool perks and benefits, but also kind of be basically holden to nobody and you can kind of just do whatever you want. And it's cool. Yeah. I mean, I did like that. My character was sassy. She was very sassy. No, I just wanted to point out. So like I said, at the beginning, you kind of get the choice to play like Paragon or Renegade. And in general, when you're looking at the dialogue options, there's always usually three options. There's a Paragon kind of option. There's like a middle ground that's like could go either way. And then there's the Renegade option. And so each time you choose a dialogue option, you're going to add points to your reputation, basically. And if you depending on how many Paragon or many Renegade point options you get uh, or points you get that open up new dialogue options later down in the game uh, so it, it, it does make sense to kind of choose one or the other um, that way you just get different dialogue options um, and just to note basically I think eight out of the ten times you had a choice you either chose you just chose the renegade option yeah I think I only chose the whatever P the like word. middle yeah you chose the middle ground uh, like once or twice and I think you chose the paragon either like just like once yeah but for the most part you were being very sassy yeah I was like it's not my job yeah hell with this we don't want (laughs) to trust this guy (laughs) yeah move on we don't care about this guy yeah and every time you see in the bottom corner plus two renegade (laughs) so i thought that was hilarious but yeah yeah you definitely would play renegade 100 Mm -hmm. you'd kill everybody yeah so i mean i didn't hate the game hey but (gasps) i definitely wouldn't be like hey Anne, let's play this Bop it game. Oh, which by the way, we took a couple behind the scenes uh, video clips that we'll put on our socials. But the what is it called? It's a Mass Effect oh, yeah. relay. The Mass Effect relay mm-hmm. to me looks like the Bop it toy from if you you guys ever played Bop it. If you're an older person like us, yeah. A to be fair, it looks like the vertical Bop it. Like there's the like yeah. circular Bop it. It looks more like the vertical one. It, it yeah, it's the original bit. Bop it that I see the it. Bop it. Pull it, twist it, that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I kind of see it. I get yeah. it a little bit. I think I ruined it for Anne. Made me mad. She's like, what do you think of it? And Doesn't I was like, it, look it cool? looks like Bop It. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, way to just crush my dreams. <laughs> but 
Overall, like I said, I love the game because it's just a very classic story. You're the good guy, the big hero that everybody respects, the first human specter. You know, you're helping, you know, lead the alliance into the uh, council space and to become part of the council. And like, you know, you're playing that classic hero role. And meanwhile, you've got this like classic big monster villain, the Reapers, and you've got all these other elements that are coming in, like the Geth. Oh, the Geth have returned after 200 years. Like, there's just a lot of different elements that make it really fun. There's a lot of really good characters that you meet down the road, too. Like, you only met a few. Joker is one of my favorites. He always is like, he's the funny guy. Like, he's always got something funny to say. Um, one of my favorite characters who you didn't get to meet, unfortunately, but you meet later in the game uh, is Garrus. He becomes one of your squad mates. Garrus is the best he's a Turian and he's kind of like he's kind of tends to play the more renegade options kind of but he's also a good guy he's kind of in the middle ground but he is he works for CSEC which is the Citadel security security basically the Citadel is the big biggest city basically in the galaxy and it's where all of the it's where the council lives it's where all it's basically the bet like big hub of all the different races come to the Citadel. Mm-hmm. And so CSEC is like the police force on the Citadel. And he works for them, but he's like sick of having to always adhere to the rules. He just wants to get the job done and done it his way. And he doesn't care if he has to get a little messy. And Garrus is the best. He's just one of my favorite characters by far. So, And in the second game, you get even more squad mates. And you get... Actually, the second game, I think, has a lot stronger squad mates. And you get a lot more options. And there's just... As the game grows, like you continue to meet new characters. And what's cool, too, is the decisions you make in each game affect the next. So there are some really key decisions that you have to make, like do like a little bit of spoilers, like, do you let this particular race live or do you genocide them? Or do you let this particular character live or do you kill them? Like you make these different choices throughout the game that affect later in the other games as well. Like your choices do have an impact. And so it's cool because over the course of the three games, you really do get this trilogy. You're playing out a whole story. So it's really fun. I highly recommend how does it work if you make a decision in one game and then another game that decision affects it? How does yeah. it know what choice you made? You can so basically you can like save uh, your character and you can import them into the next game. And when you do mm, that somehow all the data. through data, yeah, somehow it saves all that. Mm. So yeah, pretty cool. So yeah, so you get to keep like your same character. So like you know the the character that you made that you like you know customized. Alasia. Alasia. My character that I'm currently playing through, I've had a couple, but the current one I'm playing through is um, Akane. I tried to make her um, more of like a Japanese descent because I thought that'd be kind of fun. So that's why I named her Akane. But um, yeah, so it's just a fun game and it's very, uh, you, you know, it's an RPG. So it's your own story. You get to make your own choices. And that's what I like about it. Yeah, my favorite part was when I got to create my character. I thought you would like that part. There's so many different choices. There is a lot of options. Very customizable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, this is a 2007 game. Like the graphics, like I think especially at the time, but even today, I think they hold up really well. It's a pretty, it's a very impressive game, especially for being 2007. And then, like I said, even, you know, Mass Effect 1 did have its things like the Mako also, which is, you would find out later, is a vehicle that you drive around on planets and like that had some issues, but they, they, especially for the Legendary Edition, they fixed a lot of those issues and it plays, I think the gameplay really well. Um, And then, like I said, the second game, they kind of fixed all those little kinks and the second game is just a ton of fun. 
it's very yeah. squad focused. I will say that the the one thing that threw me off was all those what'd you call them cut cut scenes. scenes. It there it is cut scene heavy for sure, and especially in the prologue, especially in the part you played, just because you know they're they're establishing story they're establishing backstory and characters and so there was a lot of cutscenes. but it was funny like every other one emily be like oh. <laughs> like you would jump well, i was in the middle of running and then they're just like cutscene. i'm like <laughs> i was doing something <laughs> yeah so so you didn't hate it i'll take that as a win something spacey that emily did not hate mm. yeah that's because it didn't look like space like there was grass so okay Okay. Well, I guess maybe if we had kept playing, you would have hated it more because you would have seen more spacey things. But oh yeah, you also didn't really get to get see the Normandy. The Normandy is your ship, and mm. it's one of my favorite ship designs too. It's a really very sleek, very modern. Just like it's cool. I love the Normandy. Very sleek, very modern. What it is? I love it, and it's cool because it's the top of the line ship. You get the best ship in the Alliance fleet. It's so cool. And oh, the other thing, I, this is a side comment, um, but it's just one of the things I really love about the game, too, is it's very political. And it does like there's a lot of good real world application to it. Like there are characters that you run into who are racists, who like hate Turians and are like racist against Turians or they're racist against sorry, or whatever it might be. And you kind of get to like deal with issues like that. So mm. I like that it has like some real world applications to it. Okay. And once again, we just want to thank you guys so much for all your support. This is our hundredth episode and yeah. just thank you guys so much. If you want, you can um, definitely reach us on social and you can engage with us. And we're going to post some of the video that we took. It's just like some little behind the scenes that you can enjoy of Emily playing Mass Effect. And you can see, it's also one of the things about it. It's a very pretty game. Like, it's pretty. I'm just saying. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. So thanks so much for all your support. If you have any ideas on episodes of things that you want us to talk about, please let us know. We always love hearing your guys' ideas. So you can email us at podcast at gmail.com or send us a message on Instagram or Facebook. So what is your life lesson from this episode, Anne? My life lesson is that Space can be really fun and it's not always full of sand and you should just give space a try. If you know, sci-fi is really really good. It's very very good. So, give it a try. What about you, Emily? What is your life My lesson? My life lesson is to always have somebody with you <laughs> when you play a game so that if you get too stressed out, you can just give them the remote so that they can deal with it. Got it. That's, and then take good. it back when you're like, okay. Okay, I can we're breathe We're that now. Okay, thanks. <laughs> that's fair. So yeah, just always have a nerdy buddy with you. Yeah. That can just like help you out when you need it. <laughs> yeah. And then the nerdy buddy gets to enjoy when you're screaming and freaking out over a simple <laughs> little thing. But... Where am I? Ah, it's attacking me. <laughs> yeah, it's fine.